Hey, I'm Ella Gray, and welcome back to the Key of E podcast. This week, I will be continuing my series on AJR by breaking down their album called The Click. Um, it's currently 12.30 in the morning, and I'm not tired because I woke up at 2 in the afternoon, which is really embarrassing. Um, keep in mind, I am a, I guess I'm an adult. I say that with quotes because I don't feel like an adult, but I guess legally I am. Here's another thing to use quotes with. I'm, I do music for a living. Not much of a living yet, but I mean, I, I guess I, I guess music is my job. I don't know. And that's a very musician thing to do is just sleep the, the whole day and then actually be productive at night. <laughs> so here I am. This album represents AJR to me and they f- like they figured out their sound this whole album is iconic there's a few hits from this album that I feel like finally got their name out there and people actually can recognize these songs and be like oh yeah that's AJR um one of them being weak but I'm weak and what's wrong with boy, oh boy, I love it when I fall this album it's just such a unique concept, and I love that they continue this with their other albums, but um, the album is called The Click, and there's little pieces of, you know, the message that they're trying to get across in every song. The line that represents that is in The Overture, and it's in Come Hang Out. The line, should I go for more clicks this year, or should I follow the click in my ear? Having The Click um, in your ears referencing whenever you're a musician and you wear in-ear monitors on stage and they give you like a metronome to keep time. <laughs> my friends make fun of me that I'm gonna lose my hearing because I have to have the click so loud or else I won't, <laughs> like, I cannot keep time to save my life. So I'm, I'm always following the click. But it's just such, it's an interesting line because I feel like you could take it in many different ways. You can take it as in, should I go for more clicks this year? Meaning, like, clicks online. Like, should I go for what, you know, Instagram is telling me to be and what, like, to follow all the trends, go for more clicks this year? Or should I follow the click in my ear, like what my heart is telling me to do? Or you can take it as, should I go for more clicks this year, like, with people and try and be popular, like, that kind of click? Or should I follow the click in my ear? Should I follow, you know, my heart? Either way, you should follow you know, your heart, and I like that they, um, say that occasionally, um, like, follow the click forever, because I just think that it's just a really cool concept, and it's, it's an interesting perspective on things, so we start out with an overture. Overture is a noun that means a single orchestral movement that introduces a longer musical work, often including the work's themes. And so, track one, we have um, the overture, and it kind of encompasses the album as a whole and plays little bits and pieces of each sound and how they all kind of go together, and we get bits of each song, and it kind of introduces us to, hey, here's what you're getting into as you listen to this album. I love every time they do an overture. Um, I love whenever an album has a start and an end. And we have an overture on Living Room, we have an overture on The Click, which is the one that I'm talking about currently, and then we have an overture on OK Orchestra. I just think that they're all really amazing, and I love how 
Um, they encompass them into their concerts, and it, it feels like an overture to a musical. And I love a good overture, I love a good movie score. Music, again, is so powerful, you can use it in so many ways. And it really goes so perfectly into the next song, which is The Good Part, which has come up on TikTok. Occasionally, I think people get upset um, whenever um, bands that they like have a song that goes TikTok famous because they'll be like, oh my gosh, like now people know about the band. And I did this same thing. Um, I heard Sober Up in like 2017 or 2018 on our alternative station. And I <laughs> I said um, in the last episode that Sober Up is my favorite AJR song of all time. And I felt like it was my little secret and for some reason. And I heard it on the radio and I like gasped and changed the station. And my mom was like, what? And I was like, I love this song. And she's like, why'd you change it? And I was like, because I want it to be mine. She's like, well, it's not going to be yours for much longer. It's on the radio. (laughs) I just wanted to kind of like keep it a secret for some reason. It makes me kind of annoyed whenever people try to like gatekeep songs but like 13 year old me was trying to do that with this song um with sober up and um my dad started listening to AJR because I would be listening to them and then he would listen and I'd be like oh like I'm it's cool that it's our thing now but like I liked when it was my thing it was my little secret but now obviously with the recent popularity of the good part and world's smallest violin and bang and All of that on TikTok, like, duh, it's not my little secret anymore. But I just feel like I've been here since 2014, so I don't know. I feel like I've grown with them, but again, I can't gatekeep a whole song. And I love that, you know, my dad listens to them with me and he takes interest into my interests. And then we went to the concert um, together last year and it was super fun. Anyway, so that's my opinion on (laughs) TikTok songs. But yeah, the good part kind of became a TikTok song. It gives off graduation vibes um, with, like, the piano in the background and, like, the melody. Have I done my best year, or will I be here next year, or are these my best years yet? Great question. It's a great question. I don't know. I don't know the answer. You don't know that you've hit your peak until you are coming down from it. So it's like, are these the good old days? What will be considered like the best part because they're always like oh enjoy your youth high school or like the pivotal years you're learning who you are in middle school and high school but I'm like I don't know who I am and I'm graduated so I don't know when I'm gonna learn I don't think you ever really learn you you can't learn at all I don't I don't think you ever really finish growing and I like that perspective in that line was looking forward to being important but I'm not important yet that's real that's so real Um, especially since I think we're getting a little bit better at this, but when you graduate high school or when you graduate college, they're like, okay, be an adult, do it. And you're just like, okay, nobody's, nobody's taught me anything yet. I don't know anything yet. Don't know what to do. Help. Like when you graduate high school, they're like, okay, go on, go get your degree. And then whenever you get your degree, they're like, okay, go get a job. 
And it's like, yeah, it's great, you know, to feel important, but it's like, it doesn't happen that quick. If you put this scene on a movie screen, is it called a happy end? If the world gets me where I'm supposed to be, will I know I've made it yet? I think about this a lot because I think everything happens for a reason, but it's like we all have different ideas on what like making it is. And so it's like, you don't, you don't know. You don't know when you've made it until you look back. If there's a good part, then I hope it's not far because I thought it'd be today. I napped on campus and I smoked at dances, but it didn't feel so great. The things that we find importance in as, like, you know, young adults, I feel like as we grow, we realize, like, oh, that was so stupid. Like, I, the things that we do to, like, fit in now, we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that was me. I think it's easy to find importance in popularity and then you look back and you're like, okay, I don't talk to anybody that I used to talk to, you know, in middle school. These things take time, mom and dad, they have a good life, but what am I gonna do with mine? These things take time, mom and dad, they have a good life, but what the hell am I gonna do with mine? Girl, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what you're going to do with yours. <laughs> and I don't know when I'm going to know. And that's a great line. And I love that this song ends in a question. I don't know. It, it's, it just sounds like they're asking us when they say this line. And it kind of makes you think like, oh, yeah, what am I going to do with mine? I have no idea. I hope I figure it out soon, though. <laughs> Let's move on to Sober Up, my favorite song ever by them the cello in this song is so beautiful and i love whenever um they do this a lot where they'll take like um an instrument and kind of make it like the focal point of the song i just think it's really pretty they got rivers cuomo of weezer who is a great musician and he sings the bridge and the first couple times I heard it, Jack and Rivers sound kind of similar. And I didn't realize until like the third or fourth listen, oh, hey, that's Rivers on the bridge. <laughs> I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote, how's it go again in all caps, because that's really fun. <laughs> how's it go again? It was really fun to yell that at the concert. Oh, I can, I should tell this story now. So at the concert last year, uh, we were in the pit, fairly close, close enough for me, <laughs> as a legally blind person, I could see the stage, which is good, and I could see the, the content, and I could see them, which made me happy, so we're jumping around, they were talking about, it was the part of the show they were talking about how they made of the song Week, and you can look it up on YouTube, um, and it's really interesting if you haven't seen it, I love whenever they do, like, how we made this song, how we made this song. So they were talking about how they made Week, and I'm really glad that they uploaded it to YouTube because I didn't get to see this song because we were all jumping around, having a fun time, and somebody hits me with their arm, and my glasses go flying. 
and they did not mean to it was an accident and my glasses fly away and I stood there in a state of panic just looking ahead like oh my gosh my glasses I can visualize them getting shattered into dust and y'all I'm really blind my glasses are so thick but people will be like I think your lenses are about to pop out and I'm like no they look like that on the other side too they're just the thickest lenses you you'll ever see so they're not cheap no glasses are cheap and so they went flying and I'm just standing there wide-eyed about to cry I'm being so dramatic but it was dramatic my dad was behind me I was there with my dad I knew that I had to turn around eventually and be like dad my glasses they're gone (laughs) I'm gonna have to buy new glasses we're all gonna it's gonna be awful and so I eventually turned around and I was like dad I dropped my glasses and he's like what because he couldn't hear me because it was loud and everybody knows the song weak everybody's singing and jumping and I'm like lost my glasses and he was like and then he it clicked in his head like oh her glasses aren't on her head and so I cannot look for them because at this point I'm basically blind okay And so I'm just standing there. My dad's like on the ground and some people are like helping him search for my glasses and I'm just like crying. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was really scary. And I was really scared. Five minutes later, he finds my glasses. I'm literally saying, as I'm saying this, I'm holding on to my glasses. I'm I'm sitting in my closet recording this. They're not going to fly away. I, I, I promise. But we found them. I'm wearing them. They are on my head right now. They're on my face. I can see kind of a little bit better. (laughs) We found them. They didn't get stepped on somehow. Praise the Lord. Because I was terrified. And I tell this story to everyone because I think that it's so funny. And then a couple songs after this, they played Sober Up. And I was like, dude, if I missed that because my glasses flew away. And if I missed the amazing finale that they had if you don't know look it up it was incredible cried i'm going to talk about that more on my um uh okay orchestra um episode because i really want to go into the concert but that's my little story to tell you how the concert went (laughs) it was terrifying i was scared to death and so now every time i hear weak I hold my glasses a little bit closer to my head because I'm scared they're going to fall off again. Anyway, 20 minutes later, and my friends who are listening to this all know this story because I can't shut up about it. And if you have glasses, you know that it's scary. It was really scary, okay? It was really scary. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on to turning out which is so beautiful and it's so beautiful that we even get a turning out part two in their next album neo theater which i'll talk about next week but here's turning out like i said before the main instrument in sober up is like the cello and this one has a really beautiful um, piano in the beginning. It's a pretty catchy lead line, and it's just really pretty. 
this song is yellow to me it's in the key of e flat if you're like what is she talking about you can go listen to my first episode where i talk about um synesthesia but this song is in e flat and it's yellow and it just makes me feel like the sun is shining down on me but it also makes me feel like i'm gonna cry because it's a very emotional song and the music video is really really um pretty and it's just a great song and it has a lot of lines that I think are relatable once you kind of start experiencing love, quote-unquote, because there's, like, what you see in, like, rom-coms and then compared to, like, what you see in real life. I hold you closer than I ever knew I could do, but I'm confused. I thought I'd recognize when love was true. It's really hard to know when you're in love, and I think sometimes you don't know until it's gone I think this song just kind of talks about it just being like especially whenever you're so young and you're like growing with people it's like you don't it's hard to recognize if you're looking for love if you are in love or if you just want a friend am I ready for love or maybe just a best friend should there be a difference I don't think there should because I think love should feel like a best friend and you should feel comfortable with your partner as if they are your best friend especially since you know in a relationship you know everything about each other but it's not always that simple you know you say I turned out fine I think I'm still turning out I don't think you ever stopped turning out you know I think you're always growing in the bridge we've got I'm a little kid and so are you don't you go and grow up before I do I'm a little kid with so much doubt. Do you want to be there to see how I turn out? Cause I'm still turning out. That bridge, the way that it builds, like musically. And it makes me cry every time I hear it. And it's just really beautiful. And I really clicked with this song whenever this album first came out. Even though I was 13 and knew nothing about love. Which is probably good. Because the part where they're saying, like, I grew up on Disney. This this doesn't feel like Disney. I think that's something that, you know, shouldn't be shoved in kids' faces. Like... There's a princess and a prince, and the prince saves the princess, and then they live happily ever after. So I feel like maybe 13-year-old um, Ella was getting a good representation that love is confusing. And and I love that for her. <laughs> Let's go to no grass today. Speaking of things 13-year-old me learned, um, weed legalization. I was learning about weed. I like how... They kind of recognized that everyone's doing drugs, talking about their cool cars, in like pop music, you know, that's like a common theme. But they're like, we don't smoke. And that's okay. <laughs> and it's kind of cool. They're not on like, they're like, you can, you can light, you can light up if you want to, but it's not for us. And that's chill. They're like, if you're being safe, that's cool. You know, if, if it's legal where you are. That's a footnote. 
And if you're of, of age and you won't have a panic attack. Because we don't want you to freak out. But you just keep doing you. Safely and morally. <laughs> Let's move on to 3.30. This song is in my top five favorites of all time by them. This song is exactly 3 minutes and 30 seconds, as it should be. It's exactly 3.30. This song kind of talks about pop music and the industry and what sells, kind of the hope that, you know, you won't conform as an artist, but you, most of the time, not all the time, but you kind of end up conforming to what the industry wants you to be. You want to skip it if it's wordy, but fit the whole song in 3.30. That's why it's called 3.30 that's the average length of a song. Taylor put out the all too well 10 minute version and I know that Swifties are very diligent people and they really got those streams up but it's cool to see a longer song reach really high numbers on like the billboard charts and I think that's cool because a lot of songs that are on the radio today are like two minutes long especially because of TikTok. It makes sense. But I like this song, and it has a really cool, like, flute-type noise in the background. I'm sorry, I'm not a producer. I cannot explain to you what that sound is. But it's really cool. We're going to move on to Netflix Trip, which is a song about The Office. Now the finale's done, and I'm alone. I'm on a Netflix trip here on my phone. But who I am is in these episodes, so don't you tell me that it's just a show. And I think that that's really cool because different things that might seem small to you might mean a lot to another person, and that's very interesting. Our last song on the non-deluxe version is Come Hang Out, and it kind of wraps up everything that we've talked about on this album. It brings back the, should I go for more clicks this year, or should I follow the click in my ear? Should I go for more clicks this year? Or should I follow the click in my ear? Should I go for more clicks this year? Or should I follow the click in my ear? And this song is kind of about, like, choosing between, you know, having friends and having, like, this, like, young, you know, you're in your early 20s, you're trying to have, like, this fun experience while you're young but then you're also you know wanting to make a name for yourself um they're just very self-aware in their lyrics and they continue to do that with albums to come they say last album sales could have been higher maybe that's why i haven't seen friends in a while come hang out you've been missing a lot you haven't gone that far you can find a real job i just think that that line kind of represents how some people might see you know being an artist it's not a real job and that's interesting that they kind of created um the female vocalist in the um chorus is kind of like their friends being like why won't you just come hang out with us and like the verses are like explaining why i love her voice um samia she sings in this song she sings in uh beats off of neo theater and she just has a pretty voice it's very angelic 
One of our bonus tracks is Role Models. The song is very honest and it sounds very acoustic and I like that it just kind of feels like kind of like a bunch of thoughts that you think about at night as you're trying to fall asleep. They have lots of songs that make me feel like that. Um, Karma, you know, is set in like a therapist's office, but it feels like just a stream of consciousness and so does three o'clock things. The chorus is, all my role models are on TV for the wrong reasons. And I will unravel if you rip away my best pieces. Would have never come so far without someone there to start it. Can I truly love the art if I kind of hate the artist? This is something that I've been thinking about. Because we all mess up. Celebrities happen to have their mistakes on TV. But at the same time, that doesn't justify it just because they're famous doesn't justify if they do the wrong thing. I want to love the art, but sometimes I don't agree with the artist and what they stand for. So it's like, can I, can you truly love the art if you kind of hate the artist? So I feel like that's something that I think about just how like the industry, you know, can corrupt different people or whenever you start to feel like different people are like, you know, a sellout or I don't know. And that's why I love this song because it's really honest. (laughs) The first time I heard this, when they said the line, look at this mess, did you forget what you gave to me? Look at this mess, wake up Mr. West. (laughs) I think I audibly gasped. And it's ironic, because that was 2018, and here we are five years later, and he's, he hasn't woken up, he's still going. So yeah. (laughs) Crazy line, had to be said. My favorite bonus track off of this album is Normal. And I want to close out with this song. Um, I really love how it starts. The piano is so beautiful. I really like um, the kind of sounds of like um, people talking in the background and how it kind of fades out um, into the song, and then whenever it ends, it fades back in. Is it normal to stand here and wish that I was back at home? Is it normal to tell her I can't be normal anymore? Is this normal? You know, am, am I doing something a normal person would do? But it's like, nobody is a normal person. We all have our quirks and our little imperfections, and that's why we're all different. If we didn't have those, then we'd all be the same, and it'd be boring. My friends have all new friends. I'm scared that they like them more. So I made a party song. Now I'm in every door. And I love that it ends with that. It's very vulnerable. I wonder though, is the party song that they're referring to, is that weak? Or is that I'm ready? I guess those could both be taken as party songs. I see weak as more of like a college song. And I'm ready. They played I'm ready at my sixth grade dance. Again, I talked about this last week. It's not a great representation of who AJR is. When I hear it, it makes me laugh because I remember being in sixth grade and I went to the dance. I asked a boy that I liked if he wanted to dance with me and he said, no, I don't know how. 
And I was like, fair enough. And I walked away and I was sad. And then they played I'm Ready and I felt better. <laughs> he said, no, I don't know how. I was like, me neither. Nobody knows how. We're 11. So I don't know what the party song is. I don't know, but I love how it ends. It's just really beautiful. I really want to get this album on vinyl. I can't find it anywhere. If anybody wants to hook me up, send me a link. I have OK Orchestra um, on vinyl. I don't have this one. Or Neo Theater. But I would like to add them to my collection because I love this album. This album makes me think of um, being with my friend in eighth grade and listening to this. And it makes me think of my cousins and hanging out with them. I have a lot of good memories attached to it.